each checkbox. 20 to 25, 25 to 30, 30 to 34. Oh, no, not after next week. Birthday girl, 35. 35 to 44. Honey, welcome to my box. Welcome to our box. Welcome. Welcome to season three. Season three, did you ever imagine? No, I kind of thought we'd do like one podcast and then it would go nowhere. <laughs> and it could have because we True. had COVID. Oh, man. Right? Yeah. You've had a baby. Yeah. We've, I, you've gotten married. I feel like we've you got both a dog. changed jobs. I got a dog. <laughs> like, we've had a lot of life shifts. There and it would have been, been. Uh, in case you listeners are wondering, we are not paid for this. <laughs> so you're getting what you're paying for, oh, yeah, which is absolutely. zero. But it would have been really easy to drop and yeah, just say, like, we don't have time. I agree. And, you know, I think it comes down to, and granted, we're not the, we're not like the most consistent of some other podcasts, but we also have very busy lives. Right. It right? isn't and our job. It isn't exactly. something, it's not that, something that, yeah. yeah. And we're it's, not we're obligated to advertisers and 25 such. But we could like, be. Right. We could be obligated to advertisers. Hello. Is that Hello? the phone ringing? Yes. <laughs> advertisers. No, I'm kidding. Airtime just flashed yeah, just, airspace. This <laughs> is also why I don't have a radio show. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's a flat line. For Um, sure. No, but we also aren't, you know, 25 and, like, go get to go have cocktails every night and, Uh, like, plan our podcast live. But we should be. (laughs) We should be. You know what we should Or, like, Mm. headed toward retirement, right? Because I feel like at that, at 25, I've always felt like, what do you have to say? Yes. Right? Like, agree. Yes, you have things People to say. People that write their I'm not, memoirs at 22. Poop. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not, well, maybe you could, depending on what you're, sure. you know, Drew Barrymore True. had a lot okay, to share by fair. the time she, she was 25. She was like four in E.T. Yeah. Exactly. But I know for me at 25, I would have had nothing to comment about and maybe people think I still have nothing to comment about but what I feel like is like retirement how much you could reflect on both personally professionally anywhere that blends the two whatever you know and maybe you would have time to plan so if we can keep this going for the next 20 years eventually it'll get good well when I'm retired (laughs) I'm gonna be real busy eating cheese So we might have to like That's schedule in between. Is to eat <laughs> so I don't, do, do, I don't know if you've seen this. I don't know how I got into it, but Grace and Frankie. On yeah, I know the show. I haven't watched it, but okay. I know the show. And it's I just watched the final. They, they did the last season. I'm sure because of COVID or something in like two chunks, kind okay. of weird. And they just released like the last I don't know six or eight episodes. And um, there's this scene where they go to heaven and and uh, um, Frankie, who's um, Lily Thompson? Yeah, Tomlin. Tomlin, thank mm-hmm. you. Um, uh, anyways, she she reads the menu. They're like sitting in heaven for a hot minute. And she goes, oh, look at the food. Everything or everything with cheese. <laughs> she goes, I'm getting number two. <laughs> oh, yes, that's so me. I have said on many occasions <laughs> that when I hit the point in life where they're like, you're done, right? Yeah. Like whether it is by yeah. disease or old age or whatever, like you, you know, the end is near, right? Like there's no coming back. Yeah. Right? Yes. That will be the point where I say all my meals will consist of macaroni and cheese, Velveeta Velveeta macaroni and cheese, and then those ice cream sandwiches that are the chocolate chip cookies (laughs) with the ice cream inside. I'm just eating that. That is it. (laughs) Hot and cold. Breakfast. Lunch. Dinner. Snack. Hot eats. It's all common. It's all common. And... Watch out, world, because it's going to be great. <laughs> I can't wait. And then we'll walk uh, around Tom <laughs> Yeah, it'll be great. Yeah. Well, uh, on that note. Let's transition. Let's.
into our topic, yeah, season which three. is transitions. Which is transitions, yes. Yeah, so we wrapped up, or, or I should say in season two, we started to do some series mm-hmm. podcasts, which I think we both found interesting, yeah. and hopefully really you fun. listeners enjoyed the packaging of all of that as well. So we're going to talk about transitions, and we're starting off with this episode, some of our own personal transitions, or how we relate to transition, or embrace transition, or avoid transition, whatever it might be. Um, you have obviously had a very significant transition here in mm-hmm. 2022, um, and really in these last few years, yeah. um, how have you, when you're in the middle of it, sometimes I think it's hard to even know how you are adjusting to it because you're so in the weeds. Right. Um, but have you noticed, so, you know, you're what, a year and a half now into marriage. Right. Have you noticed adjustment or transition mm-hmm. with that or, or even now with, with Audrey having your little girl? Yeah. No, it's so true. I um I think, and I want to hear what you think about how you manage transitions. I don't really think about them and analyze okay. them. I just am doing it. Like, <laughs> like two feet, jump in. Like, we're doing it live, you know, because yeah. I just, I don't, yeah, I think... Um, I'm I'm already so much in my head. I'm an overthinker and overanalyzer. And so, but it's funny, some of these, I mean, I've moved nine times, right? Like, just said yes to campaigns and moved states. Yeah, and your life was one states. giant <laughs> transition. <laughs> rolling right. transition, right? Right. Um, but then getting married, like, moving into then your phase of married life, and then all of a sudden having a baby very quickly. And, like, ha- pregnancy is not really a transition it's just like well, it's like a phase. long drawn yeah, out transition right. it's not you right. know yeah but then you have this baby and you so yes it is this huge mm-hmm. transition into motherhood and life with this helpless little thing in front mm-hmm. of you this infant um and so I just I'm just doing it like you know I never I rarely stop to think about the impact of it or how I could better handle it or approach it um even recently I um was confirmed in the Catholic Church and I kind of like decided to do this class and then over the course of the time like that made sense for me and it I never really like feel like I had this deep period of oh I had to take a long walk and you Mm -hmm. know and like think about it and really decide and my pro and con list and you know it just sort of rolled into Mm -hmm. this is Mm -hmm. what it is for me so um yeah I guess I just I'm not as much as I'm an overthinker, it's like I don't even really... But that's not the aspect you think about. Yeah. You don't think about the fact that it is changing change or it is what's an that going to bring mm-hmm. from before to now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Well, I, te- I, I was commenting to you this slightly before we started recording that I tend to be slow to transition, and I don't mean that as a resistance because I think I, I welcome change. I enjoy trying new things yeah. and, um, you know, trying to adjust and always be better or different or whatever it might be. Um, but I also feel like I don't, I I, I don't hit my stride right away. Like Mm -hmm. I think there are some people that can jump in with both feet the way you do and are immediately like rocking and rolling. I I think I jump in with two feet, but I think I'm like roller skating on an ice rink, you know, where you're just like, what am I doing? (laughs) And you're, you, you're, you're doing it and you're enthusiastic about it, but you're not necessarily good at it or, or whatever. So that I would say is, is kind of how I transition. Um, except though, I will say I, I really was careful so when you hired me back in you know the dark ages whenever mm, that was 2011. um 2011 oh, thank you 
I really did feel like I was trying to be thoughtful about mm-hmm. how I transitioned because I was I got married, I moved cities and got a new job all three in the space one. of, you know, 10 days. And so, yeah, it was a <laughs> three It was one. a 3 in 1. Yeah. Moved Triple in threat. With, never lived with John, right. you know, never been married nope. before, nope. never worked I'd, I'd worked at the same place for 12 years and that wow. all, in my professional life. Like, that was it. And yeah. so it was all, everything was new. I'd been to Bismarck for like a half an hour <laughs> once before moving here. So didn't know where it was, you know, all of these things. And I think I tried to be really intentional about the transition. Like, like this is the relationship I'm going to have with my work life. You know, this mm-hmm. is the this is the way I'm gonna approach my marriage, and mm. and I I think it was good, but it also kind of felt a little bit like an out of body experience because I remember having these thoughts about you, like like I wish Amy knew me before because I probably would have been more fun, but like I'm choosing <laughs> to go home now yeah. <laughs> to invest in my marriage. Like I'm not going out for drinks yeah. or whatever, but I, I would have. I got, and it. I'm a fun girl, you know, but, or like. Or like, I wish everybody knew that I would be the person who's knocking on doors until midnight, but which sounds terrible, but, um, (laughs) but like I have to go because I have this other obligation. And I, I think I was just trying to, like you said, navigate that transition to who am I showing up as at work, but who am I, I never had to think about who I was at home because it was just me. And so it, it should have mattered how much I invested in that. But I didn't let it mm-hmm. matter. And so I just let work and friendships and whatever well, sure. take over. Um, and so I, I, making that adjustment, I remember trying to be much more intentional about it. I can't say that I did well at it, but I, but I tried. Um, but I will say the transition to motherhood, which is a constant transition because there's mm-hmm. nothing is ever stable, right? right? Like there's changing. no, you know, like, oh, well, we've mastered. The second you even remotely think you master one element or phase, it's totally On different. To the next, yeah. So big deal. Um, but, yeah, I would say I I think I struggle with it because I think I feel like why are we eight years in mm. and still no one can eat their dinner? Or why <laughs> are we eight years in and no one knows how to put their shoes on. Like, oh. and I, I, every parent yes. has to do, put your shoes on, put your shoes uh-huh. on, put your shoes you know, on. Every parent dinner. has to do that. Yes. But in my own head, you know, that's <laughs> like, I just, I, like John was packing for a trip last night and I like laid face down on the bed while oh. he was packing. And I was like, I just, I don't know. Cause Reagan was sitting at the table making vomiting noises because I, <laughs> I made fish for dinner. Of course. I made fish for dinner and it was like. I was telling her to eat dog poop, mm-hmm. you know, and it was like, I, I don't feel like, yeah, I don't no. know what I can do you to just overcome well, these things. And you, need, you need to call Barb because I used to, <laughs> I used to walk to the trash can and make gagging for into the, over the garbage can and they would be like, all right, are you done? You know, <laughs> so I'm like, I mean, I was Oscar worthy performance. I'm you sure know? you were. Uh, you? Me? Drama? Oh. No. <laughs> Anywho, um, no, so, okay, but you said you try to be very intentional, and I'm Mm -hmm. sure you, I know you do that even now. I don't know. But I'm wondering, do you ever feel like those intentions then manifest themselves, kind of either during the transition or after? Like, do you think 
like, does that work for you? Does that make you feel like, yes, I, I did this, or this was my attitude, and I was good about remembering to have that attitude as I was going through it? Like, you know, when you sort of plan or you're intentional beforehand, yeah. you feel like that manifests itself throughout? I think for with you. parenting, at least, um, it's helped me remember, like, you, you know, I'm not necessarily getting the outcomes I'm, I'm wanting, but I am trying. And I think that's all yeah. maybe any parent can do is – at least at the end of the day, it wasn't that I just, I, I didn't ignore my kids. I didn't give in to their every whim. I didn't not think about what would be a healthy choice or a fun yeah. choice or an appropriate choice in said instance. Um, so I think I just, I need to remind myself mm. of that. It's like, yeah, it is a dumpster fire around here all of the time, but it's not for lack of caring and I yeah. think at the end of the day that's really all your kids want you know there's that adoption commercial mm. where it's like you don't have to be a perfect parent yes. you just have to be a parent and yes. I think oh those are you, so good yeah and I think okay my kids know I love them my kids have access to healthy food my kids have access to activities my kids have access to quality friendships and and good family ties and things like that and so like, yeah, we struggle. And they're fed and clothed and sheltered. <laughs> right. We struggle eating our dinner. We struggle with too much TV time. We struggle with attitudes. Yeah. But, like, they are being corrected. They are yeah. offered other opportunities. Like, at some point, you have to kind of go, it's all I can do. It's the best I it's can all do. All I can do is all I can do. Yeah. You know? And yeah. it's. Giving it your best. Yeah. That's important. So, I feel like the intentionality in that case is helpful to me. Yeah. Um. The intentionality elsewhere, sometimes I think I just get in my head and that's mm-hmm. all that happens, sure. you know, as you just overanalyze or overprocess or, um, you know, didn't need to worry about it and you spent time worrying about yes. it. And if you just sort of done it without thinking, it probably still would have been fine. Yeah. So it's, yeah, yeah. it's maybe situational. So that, okay, I love that you said that because I think about some of these huge life things, right? If it's marriage, if it's um career transition career cha- yeah. change if it's an educational choice that's mm-hmm. like you know big for the future of your like going to med school you know or right. what have you yeah. um if it's um having a baby having a child i think those could all benefit you know we talk about marriage prep mm-hmm. right and yeah. you go and you meet with the counselor or priest or pastor or what have yeah. you and and do those things and take the tests and talk about your compatibility and how do you solve fights and problems and all those things and that I feel like we need more of in society mm-hmm. in a way to yeah. prepare people, to prepare ourselves, to prepare our family units, if you will. Yeah. Um, and then there are other things that it's like, oh, stop, just go do it. Like, right. just, just quit yes. overanalyzing this. And, you know, it's like, shit or get off the pot, guys, you know, right. whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, and people can hem and haw, I think, too much. Yeah. Um, and to your point, it's more like with new jobs. Granted, I think you should be very intentional in deciding when to take a new job and how you leave your other job or what have you. But, you know, we spend so much time wrapped around the axle about, I don't know, the first day at work and mm-hmm. little little minutiae things that yeah solve themselves. Right? right. And I think, too, with a lot of, like, it is hard to prepare for a transition in some instances because you don't yeah. always, you individually don't always know what you are walking into. So how do you prepare <laughs> for that? But then I think on the flip, if there are people on the outside trying to guide you, like everybody is so different and mm-hmm. everybody brings something different to the table or needs something different said or done. So it can get tricky to say, yeah. 
there isn't like a formula. Right. This is how we transition. It's true. Right? There are things that can help, certainly. Communication. Yep. Time. You know, all that type of stuff. But but it, it's, it's not a one-size-fits-all mm-hmm. thing. And that's maybe where, like, the marriage prep is good because you have your formulaic set of questions. But the answers or the conversations you have around each of those topics aren't the same right, with each couple or with each yeah, individual, right? And so how do you... How do you replicate something like that? I think it would be great to have something like that for parenthood. And I think, you know, uh, medically, there is a lot of opportunity. You know, like you've got your birthing classes and your breastfeeding classes and your um, tours of the hospital. You've got a lot of things medically to prepare you for that one moment, Mm -hmm. right? That, That moment in time when the baby comes out. Yep. But there really isn't a lot of um, preparation or discussion around the, like, how are you going to parent? How are you going to balance this with work, school, marriage, other kids, whatever it may be? Um, You know, how how are you going to work through that? Um, Sometimes I even think divorce, and obviously Mm -hmm. that's a whole other animal of, of conversation to transition, but like, Yes, you have the legal side of it, and each of you may be in therapy to work through issues, you know, that were were erupted through the marriage, but you almost wish that there could be some kind of, like, divorce counselor to say, have you thought about how yeah. you're going to handle yes. whatever it is, After and let's, let's and... talk about this on the front end, and not yeah. that it has to necessarily go to the level of, like, a decree where, you know, the legal decree, well, right. but, like, let's talk about how yes. are we, like, do you prefer to have a tough conversation in person do you right. prefer to have whatever yeah, right yeah. and then at least you can know all of that yeah yeah so I'm not you know I think back to our conversation with Stacy, who is so good about personal growth yeah I am not I'm not that person I don't seek out like that I, I should I wish I did you know because I know I could benefit a lot um but I think about like self-help and you mm-hmm. know and I rarely do it for me like I find myself right now in this phase of of four month hood in our house and it's like all about her all about Audrey all about you know her sleep and like mm-hmm. what and the next thing for her and what to expect and where are we going and you know when do we do solids and blah 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 um and it's not it's less about me and I I'm sure there are umpteen thousand mommyhood motherhood books and mm-hmm. you know how to care for your emotional self as a mother I just have not looked for any or read yeah. any but what I will say is I also don't feel like I like I have well, I need to seek those out or there, there isn't that other side of the medical coin going, here's how you do your emotional state. Right. So like Mm -hmm. in the four weeks leading up to, I think the most relevant recent transition I'm going through is back to work and baby to daycare from this large chunk. You know, I was very blessed to have 15 weeks at home Mm -hmm. with my daughter and it's like nobody, nobody really tells you how it's going to feel until you start asking your other mommy friends that have done this. And mm-hmm. I got to tell you, I, I waited too long. And then it's like the first day at work, I'm just like firing off texts with my friends. And, right? Yeah. Like you gave me some of the best advice. Oh. And I had another friend who was like, do not feel bad about drinking coffee, hearing the phantom cry, or spending some time alone in the bathroom if you need to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was so right. relatable because it's yes. like, yes, like already somebody commented, oh, you're drinking coffee? And then, you know, and then I was like, is, is she here? Did I drop her off? I had to go check my car like four times, make sure she it wasn't in there. It feels like and you've then, left your purse. It you does. know, or like not worn your wedding. Like, you know how you just like, feel naked. You feel yeah, like, like yeah. I forgot. What, you're what, missing what, something. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. 100%. And ex- you're exposed. Like, like kind of yes. as well, right? Yeah. And so it's like, but it's like I needed those 
real life, you know, experiences from others as that emotional crutch just to go, I'm okay. Like this is mm-hmm. going to be okay. Or this is how I should, you know, try to think about it. Or here's a tool to handle it. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, or, Hey, you're just like every other mom who just sat there the first day for the first hour of work, scrolling through pictures of your little, mm-hmm. one. it's the rite of passage, right. For right. the working mom. And so, but it's funny cause it's like, you don't really read about that anywhere. You just have to get it from your tribe in a way right right? yeah I don't know and I didn't really think of it like oh I just kept saying yeah it's probably gonna be harder for mom and you know but it'll be good for her and doing all the justifications leading up to it well like you say it's probably all out there whether um things are in self-help books or things are through your your network of people or, or whatever but it feels like you have to work so hard to seek it out yourself and I think oftentimes when you're in a transition you're busy yeah Right? Because life isn't just humming along. There is some big change. Um, and and it, unless it is a formalized process, like to make that transition, right. you might not seek out those questions or, or, or read from those experts because there's just so much going on. Right. It's such emotional energy, right? Like, yes. So and I, much So I think energy. even if you're transitioning jobs, like you're not... I, I, that 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 can be very overwhelming depending on what you're going to. You may have to move mm-hmm. as a part of it. You may be leaving behind coworkers and projects or clients or whatever it might be that you were very attached to. Yeah. You might be going into a totally new industry and feel nerves or you know about mm-hmm. that or just be trying to immerse yourself to get up to speed. Right. Um, so there there's just so much I think with a transition that is big that it gets hard to layer on the extra things but those extra things probably would help you so right. if that process were more formalized in some capacity and not that everyone should have to go through you know premarital counseling to change jobs but um, that <laughs> yeah. is a formalized process right and so you think like well I have to do this in order to get to the other end of the yes. coin yeah so I, I don't know how to do it and like I, I just said earlier yeah. I kind of contradicted myself by saying like how do you do that because everyone is so different and everyone has their own mm-hmm. you know baggage coming into their transitions um, or expectations coming out of them. One of the things though that I feel like is with transitions the hard part is you know hindsight's twenty twenty. so of course oh, you learn yeah. more about your you transition go. after yep. the fact where you look back and say well, that was really good, or I think I would have done differently, or I wish I would have taken that opportunity, you know, taken more advantage of that. But the thing is, each time you transition, it's so different. So yeah. to put those lessons to use yeah. can be really hard. So Not impossible, true. but, you know, yeah, um, it can be really hard. Because, for example, even with kids, the next time, if, if you guys have another child, oh, yeah, uh, we're, we're not, but the next time you guys have another <laughs> child, that... Your time with that child uh, on maternity leave will be different because, mm-hmm. A, it's a different child. Yep. You have another child. Yeah. So it's not <laughs> yes. like it is just you and that Your kiddo. Your attention is different. You have a whole other kid yeah. to still be caring for. And then you don't know. It, it's, it's yeah. yeah. So there are things with, you know, uh, for me, maternity leave number one that I was like, oh, let me do that differently with two. And it's like, well, she was a totally different totally baby. Different. And then I still had my I had a one and a half year old, yeah. you know, so it's like, and then you have the third one and it's the same thing. And yeah, I, there are so many things with my kids where I feel like, when did that happen? And John's like, oh yeah, he did that. You were just, you know, you were in baby land. Like wow. you can't, you can't remember right. all the stuff because there's too remember. much stuff. I saw, I saw, what did we see? A two week old 
this on Friday night. And yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Was, uh, and he was bigger than Audrey when she was born, but I'm like, she was never, she was that, never small. that small. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. I don't remember it at all. Yeah. Isn't that funny? <laughs> it is. Which so, is kind of sad, too. You know? No, I know. But maybe my, I think in some ways, my lack of a memory uh, in most things in life, I have a terrible memory, um, helps me <laughs> through transition. Like when you were transitioning campaign to campaign mm-hmm. to campaign, there are many people who may think that is a just like push repeat, right? Yeah. Because you have, like you've got your system, you've got your mentality. Sure. But, but I would imagine... Um, obviously, every candidate is a different human being, so sure. they have different expectations, different ideas, right. whatever. But every state, their parameters are different. The political mood is different. Um, you yeah. have different, you know, committees, different volunteers. Like, all oh, of that yeah. stuff is, is – did you feel like you could transition from one campaign to the next without – well, well, and sort of like, here's what I learned from the last one. Mm. Let me apply it? Or did, was it sort of like – reinventing the wheel every time to a point yeah no I used a lot of the tools okay I'm just accumulating them over the years Mm -hmm. um but you're right everything was a little bit different and you had to adjust and I think for me though it was always it was always a gut thing it was always just Mm. go with the gut and then Mm -hmm. what have you learned and you're finding you're kind of collecting mentors along the way to help you know through things and Mm -hmm. um so that was it was always yeah I'm counseling a a gal now who kind of wants to go out in the campaign world but she's just kind of not sure and not sure if it's the right opportunity you know yeah and I'm like trust your gut you know what's your gut tell you and I that's really hard at 24 to know what your gut is telling you but right um, maybe don't have a gut and maybe you don't I don't know if I really did I just thought I did Mm -hmm. or you know kind of said this feels right or Mm -hmm. I can make this work or you know um yeah so I think it was a combination kind of and maybe that's why you're more comfortable not uh needing to seek a lot of self-help or yeah or you know because you you not that I know it all I just like don't know but you you've you've allowed your gut to be your guide through transitions in the past and and it has worked right you haven't like completely for the most part (laughs) no but like yeah no it really has a successful good healthy life and so then ergo you can trust your gut and you can continue even if it's in something new you feel like well I've got a brain and you know I can process things and yeah make good decisions yeah. Have you ever had to process yourself through grief? Ooh. And like, um, how have you transitioned, yeah. like, from, from one phase to another? And whether it is a death, a, a, yeah. a discontinuation of something, sure. a, you yeah. know, some, something no. changed and you didn't want it to. Yeah, I haven't, um, I have never really felt loss in the way of, like, the death of a parent or of mm-hmm. a close close love obviously I've lost grandparents and that was sad you know but I think it's a little bit different Mm -hmm. um and I was older too you know um I do think I have felt grief in the loss of relationships in Mm -hmm. the past and like like a like two ex-boyfriends which I both thought were gonna be it right and so Mm -hmm. that was like the death of my future and that right. sounds very dramatic because it's me but no but you it really had it was like oh yeah. we've named our mm-hmm. our hypothetical children and now mm-hmm. this fell apart and no matter how right. or why or whose fault it was like that was really those were really difficult for me mm-hmm. I do remember seeking therapy in both and both um which I thought was very helpful yeah <laughs> and I think I really wallowed in guilt and shame in both of those cases and then like kind of just one day it just like I forgave myself I felt the Lord's forgiveness and just kind of like 
okay. You know, this, sure. it's got to be enough. And I actually remember, I remember driving. I remember when um, I was in Montana and made the decision to move back home to North Dakota. Like, I literally remember driving out of Bozeman and it felt like this weight had literally lifted. Like, I just felt light. Like, this is truly the right thing. And I knew I was ready. I knew I wanted it. But Mm -hmm. then to sort of have that existential, you know, sort of tingle. Yeah. (laughs) Right? It was like, okay. And and I was able to kind of let all that, let that grief stuff kind of really leave it behind. But I don't know why that was a unique situation. I, I, I know other cases of grief can just mow you down for for a long time. I mean, how about you? Um, yeah, well, I, I mean, I think I've, I've grieved the loss of relationships like you have. I have, you know, we've lost two kids to, um, mm-hmm. what's the word? I'm, I, I don't know why. Miss, thank you. Yep. Miscarriage. I don't know why that just went out yes. my, out of my brain, probably because I don't like to think about it. Um, and so I lost grandparents certainly. Um, but yeah, I think the transition has been like what what do you do with this where mm. you're moving on but you don't want it to be that that person or that situation or that whatever didn't matter yeah um or didn't like uh is is replaceable i guess totally. is the way to say it and like sure it, it, it you know in relationships of course you're going to replace those yeah but um yeah, it's I think I go back to things that I grieve and I a lot of times don't know what to do with mm-hmm. it and I think about it and I get kind of analytical with it and think okay, like that just kind of is what it is, like that's life. Yep. Um and I can't change it and I'm not I don't even necessarily want to change it because that that is, you know, part of the life plan that I've been given. Yes. Um Yeah, I don't always know what to to do with the grief transition Mm, I think that that's one that I tend to like it sits in the back of my head and I don't know that it ever truly goes away Mm -hmm. and it's not something that I think I wallow in or um prohibits me from from forward progress where you know I do think grief prohibits some people who can't can't transition forward um I don't think that's me but I also don't think that I get rid of it. Sure. And I and I would like to. Yeah. I think we'll have to unpack grief as one in that the would, series. Yeah, that would be know? an interesting one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. I really do. Cuz at some point you just can it can be too hard like to get out. So you're like you're transitioning and you should be kind of moving through the stages of grief as they call yeah, it, right? Yeah, right. But there is no timeline. There's no recipe yes. for mm-hmm. that. It's really individual. And then, you know, to your point, I mean Mother's Day Right, just happened yep. and was my first, and obviously your eighth, hundredth. Right? I don't know. Yeah, something three like times that. three. Um, yeah, yeah, and but I had that in the back of my mind too. Right, you know the one that that we lost, and it's mm-hmm. like I didn't. I grieved it, but I don't know that I grieved it. I don't know that I'm done because I we we just we got pregnant right away with Audrey. Sure. It wasn't yep. like this long, yep. you know, slog. You know, praise right. the Lord, I'm very mm-hmm. blessed that way. But so, but it was also like I don't want to forget. Right. Right. Like that still meant something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So thinking through all of that. So like with ours, yeah. Like I have our little baby shoes and Mm. pregnancy tests from our first. I don't have anything from our, it would have been our one, two, three, third, fourth pregnancy. I don't have anything from that one, Mm -hmm. but I, the first I do. And it's the kind of thing where I have them 
and I don't really want to look at it. And I feel like if I was truly transitioned, I could look at it as a, that was a meaningful time in my life. I'm going to tear up. Like, but that was a meaningful thing. And I'm glad it happened because it gave us so much hope. Yeah. Um, cause we didn't even think we could get pregnant. So it was, it was a very hopeful time. Um, but like, I don't know. I just kind of like put yeah. it away and I don't want to think about it, you know? Yep. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. But that is what it is. So I clearly haven't transitioned <laughs> through that. That's okay, too. My transition That's is just okay. slow. I said I was slow. I but said I was slow. But what, but what an interesting concept. <laughs> what an interesting concept of we've yet to transition from something. Yeah, that's a good you point, know? too. Yeah. Whether you know you should or yeah. don't know you should, that's you have really yet to evolve. to me. Or whatever it might be. I don't know. I don't know. But I think transitions, I mean, that's life, right? Like, there is no sitting still. Even if you mm-hmm. want to, you know, the world around you shifts. So even what you want to retain, you, you don't, you can't, what is that, like, puppy cradle death syndrome? Where, like, you, it's from a movie. It's from I don't a think movie. I've seen this movie. It's from the movie like Couples. It's a classic that I haven't seen. It's from the movie Couples Retreat. Oh, God. You, it's so great. It's so great. But they I'm talk about, it. like, puppy cradle death syndrome. <laughs> And it's like, you love it so much, and you love it, and you love it, and you squeeze it to death. Like, yes. you want to hang on to whatever that is that you squeeze it so hard that you oh, kill yeah. it, right? And mm-hmm. so, like, rather than appreciating the oh. joy or the cuteness or the whatever, like, you just wreck it because you're you're hanging on yeah, to it too tightly. Yeah, that happens in life. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think, regardless, things transition. And you can accept that or you can ignore that or whatever, but the transition is still happening. Yeah. And so how much attention do you give to it? How much weight do you give to it? Do you, do you jump in with both feet like you do? Do you process things more carefully? Right. You know, and read a lot and kind of prepare yourself more, more fully. Yeah. I mean, and there isn't one way to do Mm -hmm. it. Right. And it's going to happen regardless, but it's, uh, it's an interesting thing to think about i i believe mm-hmm. me too yeah so we're gonna have some guests <laughs> yeah hopefully, hopefully come on and come on and talk about their experiences with various kinds of transitions in their life mm-hmm. and how they process those and some i some are intentional some yeah. are completely outside of their control but yeah. um yeah yeah so we hope it'll be an interesting series yeah we hope you all think about your transitions mm-hmm. and uh Feel free to weigh in at any time. (laughs) Yes, have a wonderful day.